Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday. June 2nd, and what a night of basketball it was. Your boy, uh, it was a pretty good night on the gambling front, but what a great night if you're a Laker fan because the Clippers go down in typical Clipper fashion. How could you not love it? Oh, my goodness. I, 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 I can't help myself, guys. I really can't. And you know I take some glee in the Clippers' failings. And back in... February, I won an undisputed and I called the Clippers frauds and overrated. And man, I took a lot of heat and the Mavs went up to nothing. And I kept popping that bad boy on social media and everybody was quiet. And the Clippers win two in a row. Oh, Jason, you're wrong. Clippers got this. And guys, I, anytime you think you can trust this Clippers team, that's when they let you down. I mean, and and I forget who the guest was, Rob, who came on here and said the Clippers might be cursed. But it is, without question, absolutely bonkers how this team always loses a game it should win. I mean, you're up 3-2. The line for the game, if you were tracking it, climbed to 7.5. Luka's not 100%. 
The paperclips rolled in the last two games. Oh, they got this. Uh, I, I got uh, Kendrick Perkins and my, my guy Sedano yelling at me that Ty Lue's such a good coach and he makes all these adjustments. Uh, yelling at me on Twitter. Oh, come on. You don't know Ty Lue. He's, a, he's such a good coach. Well, what happened in game five? From the jump, Luka Doncic took the game by the throat. And I am going to now, instead of bash the Clippers and rip them for 10 minutes, I'm going to heap some praise on Luka Doncic. Because, boys and girls, 42 points. 14 assists. I don't think people totally understand just how good Luka Doncic is. It's one thing to say, like, oh, man, he's 22. This guy's amazing. Like, okay, got it. He hasn't won a playoff series, but consider this. He's played 11 playoff games. He has four games of 40 or more, seven games of 30 or more. That's just in his playoff career. And it's not like it's coming against the Grizzlies or the, 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 you know, the, the Pacers or like the seven or eight seed, okay? It's come in back-to-back years against the Clippers who have what, Many said was one of the best wing defensive tandems in the NBA in decades in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. We all know Paul George, uh, really, really good wing defender. I know playoff P is a thing, ha, 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 but the guy's a really good basketball player. He's a top 15 player in the league. Nobody can deny that. Kawhi Leonard, of course, the claw, lockdown defender. Everybody wants to give him credit for taking down uh, LeBron's heatles and he's a defensive menace. Folks, once again, if you watch the game, go look at the highlights. The Mavericks did not run anything crazy. A lot of pick and roll. And as soon as Kawhi was picked, they made the switch. And why, yes, Luka Doncic will take on Nick Batum. For sure he will. By Why, yes, uh, Luka Doncic will go at Mr. Morris. Of course he will. And I don't know what, adjustments Ty Lue made um, from ga- in game yet last night because nothing worked against Luka. Now, he did take 37 shots. But the big takeaway, if you want to zoom out on Luka Doncic, folks, Rob and I have spent a lot of time here since we started the podcast talking about, like, the best player in the NBA. And everybody loves to discuss the GOAT, right? It's LeBron, it's Jordan. Just for the now, okay? We know LeBron has been probably the best player in the league for the better part of 15 years. And when he was injured, the title was kind of up for grabs. Some people wanted to go Kawhi. Some people wanted to say maybe Giannis, maybe uh, James Harden. Kevin Durant was hurt, of course, so he could not be the best. I thought Durant was the best when he was with the Warriors. Then LeBron came back and snatched it last year with the Lakers. But LeBron is now 36, and I don't think it's hyperbolic at all to say what Luka Doncic is accomplishing. And I know he doesn't have a playoff series win yet. But when you look at... What players in the NBA make their teammates better? Without question, Luka Doncic is number one. Win, lose, or draw these final two games against the Clippers. I am ready to say, without question, Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA. And when you look at his teammates, and you look at Kristaps Porzingis, played 30 minutes last night, took a grand total of six shots. They started Boban, the Bond villain. Dorian Finney-Smith, if he delivered you DoorDash today, you would have no idea who he was. Dwight Powell was nice coming off the bench. Again, another guy 
who looks like he plays pickup at the Y and is really athletic and can dunk on people. But wait, he's an NBA player? Right, Dwight Powell was really nice. But again, these are guys I'm talking about who are ancillary pieces to Luka Doncic, who is carrying the Mavs against a team that was, by many, the second or third favorite to win the title. And the Mavs had three wins. And it's all because of Luka. He's got the ball in his hands every possession. He played 43 minutes. And then you look across the court at, at, at the super team that Kawhi Leonard tried to put together with the Clippers. Kawhi, 7 of 19. Yeah, he was having a great series. Did he read the clippings? Did he let it all go to his head? Has he been watching TV? Has he been listening to podcasts? Oh, Clippers are back. Clippers got this. He played like dog shit. Kawhi Leonard, 7 of 19, 1 of 3 from deep, 20 points. He airballed a three-pointer down by three with like eight seconds left. A terrible shot. Uh, Paul George, a guy, I can't. you can't bash Paul George. He was good. 23 and 10, 6 assists. Um, blocked three shots. Like Paul George was everywhere. Kawhi had more turnovers, five, than anyone on the in the game. The Mavericks alone had eight turnovers. Kawhi had five. I'm telling you, the best player on the court in that series last year when the Clippers won 4-2 was Luka Doncic. The best player on the court this year, Clippers-Mavs, is Luka Doncic, and it's undeniable. Again, Kawhi Leonard is an awesome player at both ends. I get that. He don't make people better. That's not a knock. That's reality. LeBron makes other guys better. He has a ball in his hands. The system is LeBron. I don't know that there's anyone out there other than Luka in that space, I think James Harden is there, but he's in a tricky spot in Brooklyn. He makes everyone better. He carried really decent Rockets teams. I said really decent to challenge the Warriors when they had Curry and Durant. That was all because of James Harden. But again, he's now 32 years old. He's on the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving, who's up and down. Uh, Kevin Durant, who's really, really awesome. Like anywhere Kevin Durant goes, they're going to be a contender because he can score on anyone. He can shoot over anyone. But again, when you look at the total package, who makes everyone better? Who is a winning player? You know, Trey Young is starting to look like a winning player. He is starting to emerge. He's a little small. Defense is very spotty. And yes, Luka has some questions on defense. No doubt about it. But if you're starting a team in the NBA and you're taking everything into account, who makes everyone better? Um, offensive scoring, three-point shooting. Um, Luka even made two of three free throws in game five. That was his kryptonite uh, earlier in the series. He was shooting like 47% from the line. And he's making two out of three. Um, Luka was, is phenomenal. And again, Rob, maybe I'm missing somebody. But like Zion Williamson is starting to play some point forward. But again, he's not like, give me the pick and roll. I'm going to drive and create or score. Um, Trey Young, again, Trey Young's up there. Obviously, yes, Steph Curry's up there. Um, Damian Lillard is a name who, he's an awesome scorer, an incredible player. He dropped 55 the other night. Like, he's one of my favorite players in the league. Does Damian Lillard make everyone better? I think because of the the angles that uh, force he forces the defense into, you got to guard him 35 feet out. Austin Rivers, funny screen grab, praying up after Damian Lillard happened to miss a shot with like eight seconds left looks up and says, thank you. And Austin Rivers jumped in the comment section on somebody's Instagram, I forget who, and was like, yo, this guy wasn't missing. It was, we were all in his face, uh, one hand up, two hands up. It didn't matter. Like, he's making everything. But Dame, 
doesn't necessarily make everyone better. Like Curry is a better version of Dame because he'll pass and then quickly cut. Dame will pass and stand there. I mean, Curry will redirect. He will constantly moving around. Very difficult to guard. He makes players better. Draymond Green makes players better, but he doesn't have the offensive skill. Giannis, awesome player, is starting to become a really good passer, a good point forward. He's in that discussion. I, You know, I love Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, one of my favorite guys in the league, and I do not like anything Boston across any sport. But Rob, other than Luka Doncic, who am I missing that makes everyone else better? And I don't want to hear Russell Westbrook. No disrespect. He can't shoot. Um, he tries to grab every single rebound. Um, there's a reason his teams don't win playoff series since he, you know, separated from KD. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell's an excellent player. Doesn't necessarily create. He had a great game uh, winning me money uh, romping the Grizzlies last night. Uh, I like Ben Simmons, can't really shoot. I, I just, I don't see it. I think Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA. You know what? It's it's really tough at this point to make an argument against him. I, and I, I will say apologies to uh, Luka fans and the entire Mavericks fan base that we did not mention him on yesterday's pod when I said LeBron was no longer the best player in the world. Um, scored or assisted on 31 of 37 Mavs baskets. Like, you brought up Russell Westbrook, and I don't appreciate the Russell Westbrook slander, but I'm going to let it slide That was not time. slander. I don't, I don't appreciate it. You know, he's my guy. But... There's something to be said, and there's a difference between piling up assists and controlling a game. Now, he had, I think, 14 assists, which is still a lot. But few players can control a game in all facets of the pace, the movement, directing players, where to go, how he's manipulating the defense better than LeBron James. And last night and throughout this postseason, in all honesty, Luka Doncic has been doing the things that LeBron did for so many years. Here's a fun stat that Mavs PR put out late last night. Luka now has the highest percentage of a team's field goal and assists in NBA playoff history. Wow. Over 80% of the team's baskets were scored or assisted by him. The only other players ever in a playoff game to put up similar numbers were LeBron James and Allen Iverson. And as you know, Allen Iverson, Mm. I think, had a usage rate of like 50 during that year they went to the finals. So he had the ball every possession. I forgot. We forgot one guy. I'm, I'm sorry, Rob. Uh, the guy who's going to win the MVP award, Jokic, makes everyone better. He does. And it, it, it's unfortunate because if they had Jamal Murray, I think they would probably be going to the finals. And Rob, again, I don't want to get off the Luka track. We're, we're giving him some praise here. Um, and we, I don't want to be that guy who's always bashing people. I just want to remind people, if the Lakers lose tonight and the Clippers lose game six or game seven, who is coming out of the West? You're now looking at Phoenix, Utah, Denver slash Portland, or Dallas. That, my friends, would be a colossal shocker. Ain't nobody had that in the preseason. Probably nobody had that heading into the playoffs. A lot, Everybody basically picked Lakers or Clippers. I mean, this Clipper meltdown is pretty epic. And... I don't know if Luka is capable of taking this team to the finals because, Rob, again, you know, we talk about LeBron's roster without AD. Like, Luka don't even have an AD. Yo, he may not even have a Dennis Schroeder on that roster. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say, the Clippers got wise late and started to run a double at Luka. The problem is Tim Hardaway made a three. 
And then Porzingis banged a three, and they're up 10 with like up two minutes left. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is over. It was, it was crazy. Now, those guys, it's make or miss league. Those guys could not make anything in game four, and they got blasted. I, I, I don't, I know people are going to hear this and be like, dude, you're jumping on the, um, what, what's that train called where it's like uh, the emotional roller coaster of, hey, wait a minute. This just happened last night, and you're calling him the best player in the NBA. But then I looked, Rob, I had a tweet on May 25th. Just a week ago, well, seven, eight days ago, if you ask me who the best player in the NBA right now is, I might say Luka Doncic. I know LeBron is there, and KD is getting back to 100%. Curry's amazing, and Jokic is winning the MVP. But Luka is amazing. I mean, Rob, I, this guy's going to take over the West for the foreseeable future. Now, again, Denver is stacked. And next year, and I know Jamal Murray's going to miss like half the season, which sucks. But MPJ, he isn't a three-letter guy now. Um, <laughs> MPJ, Jokic, uh, they've got something there. Monty Morris, they put together a good, good team. And it's pretty clear, LeBron at 37, Lakers, eh, we don't know what's going to happen if the Clippers lose this series. I got no idea what they're doing. That is going to be crazy. And there is, listen, we're not going to get into it, but Bradley Beal had some comments after the Wizards got extinguished by the Sixers. And... I don't want to say Bradley Beal is going to hit the market this summer, but Bradley we'll Beal is going to hit the market this summer. Bradley Beal. Yes. <laughs> and Bob Myers well, better get on the phone immediately if you're a Golden State Warriors. Let me just say that. And, and yeah, real quick. I mean, listen, I mean, it's basically like it's going to be a land grab, basically, this, uh, this offseason. Who can ante up and get better? Because, frankly, um, I think Luke is starting to take this league over. You know, if he can stay healthy, holy hell, I don't. You know, Mark Cuban has a real tall order. How do you build around this guy? You know, uh, he's just incredible. Now, can I take a few moments and absolutely take a dump, just like a torrent of diarrhea all over the Clippers? Sure. Because, Rob, I I have no faith in this team. None. Clipper Daryl, where you at, bro? Huh? (laughs) We, We got our wager. You getting nervous? You got to hang up the, 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 what color? What are the Clippers colors? Blue and red? I don't even friggin' know. Nobody cares. Second class citizens in LA. Gonna choke away a series uh, against the Mavs. Lost three games at Staples? I mean, Rob, this, this is the height of like embarrassment. Steve Ballmer is a billionaire and he's gonna be pissed. Like, if you notice, they showed Ballmer in games three and four a lot. I wonder if the dude has so much clout that he said, yo, when we're losing or not in a good spot, don't put my shit on TV. I'm a billionaire. (laughs) Because I don't see him when Tim Hardaway's banging threes. I want the camera either on Rondo yelling at someone, and there was a flash of Rondo yelling at Luka. I'm sorry, Rondo yelling at Kawhi. There was like a quick moment where Rondo looked at him and was like, what the bleepity bleep? Like, why are you giving up that pick so easy? You're 30 feet from the hoop. Go guard the guy. Um... I want to see the camera on Balmer because you know that guy's very excitable and I'm sure he's muttering F-bombs under his mask. I absolutely cannot wait for the Mavs to close out the series. Now, there is a chance the Mavs gag it away. You know, they're the Dallas Mavericks. They're, you know, were they the sixth seed? You know, the 42-30 and 30 record this year? The same record as the Portland Trailblazers. Who's, your th- who's the third best player on Dallas? Tim Hardaway Jr. 
No, actually, he's probably the second best player. Damn He's it. probably second. Yeah, that was what I was going <laughs> to say. Like, Jalen Brunson. Maxi Kleber? By the way, Kleber and Who Morris got, got into a little dust-up. Kleber got Who, benched? Kleber? You, he had a ton of fouls. I mean, he could, the guy was just no, a well, foul he got machine. benched to start the game. They started Boban because they're oh, like, they, hey, Well, they had to change it up. and yeah. It looked like they played a 2-3 zone for they much did. of the first quarter. They did. And that really slowed down the Clippers. And, you know, when they're doing the 2-3 zone— Coming out of it, the Clippers had some issues matching up coming down the court, and Dallas hung 35 points on them, mostly like the cross match because, you know, usually you're in man-to-man, you just stay with your guy coming down the court. But with the zone, it's like, oh, I've got to identify my guy, and again, you're a second hesitant, and Luke is going to make you pay. I'm just telling you, this this Clippers, oof. I mean, Rob, it's funny. We had, who do we have on here? talking about the potential NBA offseason. It might have been Chris Mannix. And, oh, there's, you know, there may be nobody. This could be disappointing. All of a sudden, you know, this NBA playoff craziness, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to put out there, the Bradley Beal stuff's interesting, the Clippers. And I'll tell you this, this, this Joel Embiid's small meniscus tear. Like, is there such thing as a small tear in your knee? How, how is that a good thing? It's certainly bad, all around bad, and I'm telling you right now, um, you know, we'll we'll talk about you know Trey Young here in a minute, but like, guys, the Sixers team, you know, Doc Rivers is the coach. Uh, I'm just gonna, you know, I just I'm just gonna put it there. Um, so Luka Doncic, best player in the NBA right now for my money. If I'm starting a team, and I get first pick. I'm going Luka Doncic. If you have the second pick, Rob, who are you taking? Age is into consideration. Yes, I don't know if contract that, is. I mean, it's, it's definitely got to be age got to be in consideration. Oh, shoot. I guess I will go Jason Tatum, even though he doesn't really make any Oh, better. my. I did not see that coming. I mean, he, he at least has playoff success. Zion doesn't. Job makes guys pl- better, but, you know, Jason Tatum is so good. Maybe I can find a... Uh, a playoff Rondo type to, you know, organize the offense, something like oh that. Oh my, no Jokic, no Giannis, huh? Not Giannis. Um, he, he, this is, huh? No Anthony Davis? He's too hurt all the time. Oh! Look, if he's, if I can guarantee he's healthy, give me AD all day, but you know. But yeah, there's no guarantees in life, my friend. Come on. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, I quickly need to say a few words about the Boston Celtics and their surprising move for Danny Ainge to step down as president of basketball operations, and he will be replaced by Brad Stevens. And I'll get to Brad Stevens in a sec, but first, got to pour some out for a moment for Danny Ainge. I will say, as a Lakers fan in the 80s, Danny Ainge was the most disliked Celtic by me. I did not like Danny Ainge at all. He was basically everything I turned out to be as a scrappy basketball player. A pesky guard, fiery, I'm going to hustle my butt off and try as hard as I can at both ends. Of course, Danny Ainge was an incredible athlete. And this goes overlooked because he's now 62 and everybody knows he's the guy who you could argue screwed up a lot in the last few years for Boston, not trading uh, some of those picks that he had. And also the architect of super teams, building the Kevin Garnett Paul Pierce, Ray Allen team to take down LeBron. But we'll get to all that in a sec. I just need to let you guys know about this Danny Ainge character, okay? A lot of the young millennials listening don't know about Danny Ainge. Just a quick history lesson. This guy was one of the greatest high school athletes in America in his time, okay? He's from Oregon. He was an all-state basketball star. He won like two state titles. He was a parade all-American football player. He was like a wide receiver that everybody was scouting, everybody wanted. And, oh, yeah, he was a decent baseball player. So good that he was drafted by the Blue Jays and made it to the majors while he was in college. That's how good of a guy he was as an athlete, as a young guy. So major props to Danny Ainge for an incredible uh, career as an athlete. As a front office guy, listen, I know everybody's killing him because they only won one title in the last 15 years, you know, the burden of expectations in Boston is outsized and ridiculous. 
given what Red Auerbach did and Bill Russell, Larry Bird, and, you know, Danny Ainge won titles as a player in Boston. But this idea that, like, you know, the Celtics are supposed to win a million titles, if Danny Ainge didn't pull off what he did, the Celtics would have no titles in the last 15 years. None! Remember, we just talked about this earlier this week. Rob G and I kind of got into it. Like, Boston had Antoine Walker and Paul Pierce, and they had nothing. They were effectively C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard, except neither was as good as Dame Lillard. And they were just a middling team. You know, if they made the playoffs out in the first round, or they were a 500 team or below 500. Then LeBron emerges, destroys the East at 22, gets to the finals. What do the Celtics do? Danny Ainge says, well, this guy's going to wreak havoc on the league. I need to do something big. And he basically traded the entire roster to grab Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen in blockbuster deals, and they win a title, lose in the finals, and then another year KG got hurt, or they might have had two titles, um, thanks to Danny Ainge. So, you know, let's give Danny Ainge some props. I know people are killing him for recent uh, recency bias, what he did, um, you know, not trading for Jimmy Butler when he could have, or Paul George, you know, yes, Jimmy Butler's been to the finals once, Paul George, not yet, but maybe this year, we'll see. Um, and And now let's move to Brad Stevens, okay? And this idea that Brad Stevens was not a good coach, I I could not believe I heard people saying this on TV. You look on the internet, social media, it's like, oh, Brad Stevens, what a bust. So overrated. Like, are you guys, do you watch basketball or is this just the hot take happy hour? Seriously, think about this for a second. Brad Stevens at Butler takes the Butler Bulldogs to two national championship games. Nearly beats Duke and Gordon, uh, and not Gordon Hayward. <laughs> Gordon Hayward was on Butler. Uh, it nearly beats Duke, Gordon Hayward, half-court heave, backboard in and out. A, a incredible finish. Just misses. He takes Butler to the natty twice, which I, I believe is one of the greatest accomplishments in college basketball in the last 40 years. Getting Butler to the national title game. So Brad Stevens becomes a hot commodity. He goes to the Celtics. And everybody expects, oh, he's going to win instantly. Well, go look at the roster he inherited, right? It was it was awful. It was a terrible roster, and Brad Stevens, within three years, has them in the playoffs with no stars. He turned Isaiah Thomas, who was the last pick in the second round of the draft, into an all-NBA player. By the way, let me know what Isaiah Thomas did before Brad Stevens and after Brad Stevens. I, I'll, I'll hang up and wait on that one. Um, Brad Stevens gets... The Celtics, who Danny Ainge wisely drafted Jason Tatum in a heist. Remember, everybody wanted Markel Fultz. He ends up getting Tatum, who was absolutely incredible. Tatum's certainly a top 15 player in the league. I have him top 10. And then he gets Jalen Brown. Uh, And again, not to go back to Danny Ainge and toggle back and forth, but everybody's killing the Celtics for their draft picks, okay? So this, in the last, you know, decade, they've had... Two top 10 picks. I'm sorry, three. Three top 10 picks. Number one, Marcus Smart going sixth overall. And, uh, you know, you could argue, well, Julius Randle went seventh. Okay. Julius Randle, good player. Fine. Um, I don't know that, you know, his body of work is that much better uh, than Marcus Smart, but he's a little better. Uh, Nick Sauskis went eighth. Noah Vonley, uh, Alfred Payton, Doug McDermott. Now, Zach Levine went 13. You know, Zach Levine would kill to be a, in a playoff game. You know, Marcus Smart's been in a ton. Um, Dante Exum went fifth. Aaron Gordon fourth. Jabari Parker second. So, like, Marcus Smart 
a good pick at six. Let's let's be real. That was a good pick at six in that draft. Then they get Jalen Brown at three in 2016, which surprised a hell of a lot of people. Not me. Not me. I had come out to LA and I had met a trainer. You know, that you know me. I'm like one of these guys who's gonna go up to the gym and shoot hoops and lift weights and just make friends with guys who are playing sports. And I meet a guy who is um training people for the NBA draft. And you know, at the tail end, it's like, oh, who's this guy? Oh, Jalen Brown. He's He went to Cal. I was like, oh, so I quickly look him up. Jalen Brown's final game was against Hawaii in the NCAA tournament. I remember betting against that Cal team. And Jalen Brown was like one of 13. He was terrible in that game. I was like, oh, I don't remember that guy being amazing. How high do you think he's going to go? And he's like, oh, top five. I was like, what? This guy? I'm like, he's like, wait till you see his work ethic. This guy is tireless. He is one of the smartest players I've ever had in training. He never wants to rest. He's got that drive. He wants to be awesome. I was like, okay. Jalen Brown goes third. By the way, Dragon Bender, uh, I think he had a cup of coffee, maybe two with the league, went fourth. Uh, Chris Dunn went fifth. Buddy Heald, sixth. Jamal Murray went seventh. Jamal Murray's awesome. You know I'm a big fan. Marquise Chris, eight. Jakob Pertle, nine. Thon Maker, like, Sabonis went 11. Took him a while, but he he's a stud. But Jalen Brown, third overall, is not bad at all. By the way, Jalen Brown or Brandon Ingram? I'll let you marinate that one. But you can tweet me or Instagram, DM me. But I'm telling you right now, I am going Jalen Brown over Brandon Ingram. Jalen Brown plays defense. Um, you know, Obviously, Brandon Ingram has much better stats. Um, but Jalen Brown's a winning player. I'm not saying Ingram's not a winning player, but Jalen Brown makes winning plays. Um, ben Simmons went number one, if you care. So... Those are the three guys Danny Ainge drafted in the top 10 in the last decade. I would say those are uh, Tatum was a grand slam. Jalen Brown is a three-run homer. And Marcus Smart is, you know, a solo homer. All of them home runs. So I'm not killing Ainge. Okay? Now back to my guy Brad Stevens. So Brad Stevens has been in Boston as a head coach eight years. He has been to the conference finals three times. Three times in eight years. With young players... And then with the Isaiah Thomas team and super young players. What Brad Stevens has done as a head coach in Boston has been nothing short of outstanding. In no way, shape, or form did Brad Stevens underdeliver in Boston. The one year they were expected to win the East, if you look at the Vegas odds, they had the second best odds to win the title. Gordon Hayward had just arrived. Everybody's like, oh, we got Gordon Hayward. We're, we're going to the finals. Game one of the season. First quarter, I might have been first three minutes. Gordon Hayward goes up for an alley-oop or a putback or a rebound, whatever it was, and he comes down and his bone is sticking out of his leg. And Gordon Hayward's season was over. Okay? That is the year Boston was supposed to win the title. Well, when you lose your big free agent guy, your veteran to go with Brown and Tatum, like, let's be realistic, okay? So I don't think in any way, shape, or form Brad Stevens underachieved in Boston. As a matter of fact... And I pointed this out on social media. Uh, a guy by the name of Doc Rivers has been coaching 17 years. He's been to three conference finals. Now, all of them were in Boston. And you say, well, wait, he's coached at other places. Yeah. He's blown 3-1 leads in the playoffs three times. No other coach in NBA history has done that. I'm not trying to make this Doc Rivers versus Brad Stevens. But Brad Stevens made those three conference finals trips without one all-NBA player that was first team. 
And basically, the first team All-NBA are the superstars of the league. Those are unequivocally LeBron, Tim Duncan, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, the elite of the elite. Stevens went to three conference finals without one of those guys. Now, Tatum may end up being one. I think he should be. Down the road, he will be. I don't know if Jalen Brown's a first team, but he's certainly second and third team candidate. Both were our all-stars. We know that. But Doc Rivers has had like Hall of Fame locks, first team All-NBA guys. I mean, Kevin Garnett, he had MVP. Like, Doc Rivers has had stacked squads. That's how hard it is, folks, to make it to the conference finals. And Brad Stevens did that three times in eight years. Now, why is he retiring or getting kicked up to the front office? The only thing I heard, and I'm not going to say sources say, but, you, you know, you talk to people, you text around the league. He's a family guy, you know? Do you know how taxing it is to travel and coach and be up on the game plans in a city like Boston? You gotta, you gotta basically leave your family behind for what six months, given how much you're on the road and the travel and like. Uh, it, Brad Stevens is a family guy, and being you know in the front office, which is no easy task. It's no cakewalk. You're not just kicking back. You know the pressure's on there as well. And I think he will do fine. Uh, I, I mean, listen, he's got a very, very difficult offseason ahead. You know, hello, Brad Stevens. Welcome to the front office. What do you want to do with Kemba Walker? You owe him $74 million over the next two years. What are you doing with Evan Fournier? What are you doing with Marcus Smart? Because if you keep Fournier, oh, by the way, you got to lose Tristan Thompson. The Celtics, they're in a tough spot salary cap-wise. Okay? Kemba was incredible the first two seasons in Boston. I think he was an all-star one year. They went to the conference finals uh, last year. And the injuries have set in. He could not play back-to-backs this year. Like, I don't know what the future of Kemba Walker is in Boston, uh, let alone as a $35 million guy or a $37 million, whatever the number is. But and that's, that's devastating. If Kemba Walker is your point guard making $37 million and he's not playing back-to-backs, uh, you're not going to the finals. You're not going to the conference finals. So they've got to figure that out while keeping Brown and Tatum happy. Now, a lot of people instantly are saying, well, you got to split up Tatum and Brown. That's not going to work. And, you know, uh, I, 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 my first newspaper job with, was, was with Adrian Wojnarowski, and we've kept in touch. Really good guy. Anytime anyone wants to split up Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum in Portland, the reaction is, well, wait a sec, wait a sec. You're going to win 50 games every year. Or thereabouts. You're going to be in the playoffs. And you want to break that up for what exactly? A bite of the apple? And hopeful that you hit it big with a lottery pick or the ping pong balls bounce your way? I don't know that that really works. And and I looked at Damon CJ, who are now down 3-2 uh, to Denver after that tough double overtime loss. Not Damian Lillard's fault, obviously. Um... So this year they won 42 games in a condensed season. 2020, they only won 35. It was the bubble year. They lost to the eventual champion Lakers. The year before that, they went to the conference finals, won 53 games. The year before that, this was the tough one where everybody wanted to split up Damon CJ. They got swept by the Pelicans and Anthony Davis. They did win 49 games, but they got broomed. And that was when it was like, okay, let's break up CJ and Dame. Well, guess what happened the following year? Conference finals against 
the loaded Warriors. Now, I don't believe Durant played at all in that series. He got hurt against Houston. Um, still, no shame in losing to the Splash Brothers, two first ballot Hall of Famers in Clay and Curry. Uh, the year before the Pelican sweep, they got swept by the Kevin Durant, Steph Curry Warriors. Again, no shame in that. The year before that, they lost to the in the conference semifinals to the Golden State Warriors. Are you sensing a theme here? The year before that, they won 51 games and lost in the first round to the Grizzlies. Not That wasn't a great loss. But again, you're in the playoffs every single year. You're winning between 44 and 53 games every single year. And if things break right, Anthony Davis goes down. Jamal Murray goes down. Who's to say Portland can't sneak into the finals as long as Dame's healthy? So this idea of breaking up Tatum and Brown, to me, is insanity. They're younger than Dame and CJ. They're big wings, which is what you want. You want those flexible wings who can defend multiple positions, and you're going to see that in this net series. Watch. Kevin Durant's going to play a lot of center. You know, they'll start Blake or DeAndre, whatever it is. But Kevin Durant will play the bulk of his minutes at center, and they will surround him with Harden, Kyrie, probably Bruce Brown in the dunker spot, and Joe Harris. And essentially, it's centerless, positionless basketball, and you can switch on everything, and the Milwaukee Bucks are going to have to adapt. They're going to say, okay, you can't play Brook Lopez against us, or we will murder you. We will absolutely eviscerate you if you put that big, plodding seven-footer on the court. And the Bucks are going to have to adapt. That's why they got P.J. Tucker. They knew this was coming. P.J. Tucker will be that guy playing a lot of center for the Nets against the Bucks. So, you know, from a physical standpoint, Boston is set up. Remember, guys, last year, conference finals against the Heat, they were great. Now, Daniel Thies, or Thies, was the center. I really liked him. But to avoid, I believe they tried to avoid going into the tax, they dumped him and replaced him with Tristan Thompson. I didn't love that move, but Tristan Thompson was good. Um, if you're Boston, the problem is you're giving three guys a ton of money, Two of them have earned it, and Kemba has not lived up to his deal because of the injuries. And pivoting around that is extremely difficult. And again, no Jalen Brown in the playoffs. Let's not overreact. Kemba missed the final two games. Let's not overreact. But yes, truth in the fact, I did overreact a little bit, just a little on yesterday's podcast when the Anthony Davis injury reared its ugly head. And the Lakers roster looked awful. And I was like, oh, you got to upheaval. You know, you got to change up the roster. And by the way, I do listen back on speed number two to every podcast just so I can, you know, see when I got overly reactionary and went a little over the top. And that's going to happen sometimes. So bottom line, I, I, I'm not going to bash Brad Stevens. He's done a great job in Boston. And I'm not going to kill Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge is the reason the Celtics have a title this century. This century, guys. They've been to the finals twice because of the team Danny Ainge built. So ultimately, in the long run, I do like this move of Brad Stevens. Now, who he hires as coach, you know, you're hearing the usual names. Jason Kidd's in the mix. The kid Lloyd Pierce from Atlanta. Um, although that's a weird one, given his issues with Trey Young and John Collins. or I, You know, now he's going to step into Tatum and, and Brown? I don't know. Um I, I'm not going to get into the race issue. I know an, another pundit at another network stepped into that and ended up looking like a fool on Wednesday, but that's him. I'm not going there. So ultimately, I don't think you break up Brown and Tatum. I think this is a really good team that is, again, going to be top three, four in the East next year. And um, 
you know, can they win a title? You know, things got to break their way. Or Kemba Walker's got to be healthy. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, to close out the podcast, you know, a couple guys are asking me in the Instagram DMs, where's the pick of the day, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the lines are moving. There's been so many injuries. Obviously, we'll do it for football season. It's just tougher for basketball. Um, you know, as of right now, we don't know if Anthony Davis is playing tonight. Is he questionable? That's the last? Like, we may not know for a few hours, so I can't give out a play on Anthony Davis. Uh, Joel Embiid was doubtful, and I had no idea if he was going to play. Um, I do picks for Fox Sports, and... um you know, they put those out on social media uh, like an hour or two before the game. I know that's late and the lines have moved, but it's tough. Uh, you know, frankly, I don't, is KCP playing tonight? You know, what's up with Chris Paul? I mean, he should play, but can you say for sure he's playing? 
Um, and then, of course, Denver-Portland also tonight. So, um, yeah, just hit me up on, on social media, and I'll tell you my, my picks, my bets that I made. Um, but I wanted to quickly, uh, you know, I was thinking about going after, talk about Coach K for a minute, but I don't know. What, do I, what am I going to say? Like, you know, great coach, good job. Hey, you had a great career. Like, like you know, John Shire's taking over. I, I can't get that worked up about Coach K now. Um, but I can get worked up about Trey Young. And we touched on it earlier. Like, he makes everyone better. And the coolest thing about Trey Young is there is a huge IDGAF vibe to his game in these playoffs that he's like a different dude. In the regular season, I don't remember all this um, like chatter with the crowd. I mean, the dude hit a step back three and took a bow late in the fourth quarter on the court. Like, that's some awesome shit. I was so impressed. I was like, I might have to cop me a Trey Young jersey. I don't know. Like, you know, by the way, the Hawks had some cool jerseys. Young, he took 28 shots. He did score 36. But at this rate, like, nobody can guard him. Nobody. Knicks have nobody who can stay with Trey Young. He's a problem. And this kid, Bogdanovich, you know, we know everybody tried to get him. The Bucs thought they had a shot at him. They thought they had him. I'm telling you, the Bucs had Bogdanovich. Whew. And again, he wasn't even a great shooter, but I love the confidence. Like he, he's just fearless. Um, Clint Capella talked a bunch of smack to Julius Randle and backed it up with 14 and 15 plus 21. Uh, Capella was solid. Uh, DeAndre Hunter is, you know, he's the re he's the primary reason that Julius Randle had an awful series. Now Randle finished a little bit strong, eight out of 21, but 23 and 13. Um, the eight turnovers were, eesh. but you know, I think I said it yesterday. The regular season highlights your strengths. The playoffs highlight your weaknesses. And in the regular season, the Knicks' strength is we can ride our bench. We're going to play our stars a lot of minutes. And we just want to win a lot of games. That's like the goal in the regular season. In the playoffs, when possessions matter more, suddenly the Knicks don't run much of an offense. All of a sudden, you're relying on Reggie Bullock and Alec Burks to bring you home. And then, of course, Derrick Rose, who I idiotically bet on his over points because I thought he's their, he gives them their best chance to win. He ended up being hurt. Didn't know that. Knicks didn't reveal it. Played like garbage. R.J. Barrett's still young. Solid game. But they lack, you know, they're, they're still a player or two away. Um, it was a fun series. But I'm just telling you right now, Trey Young is going to give the Sixers some problems. I'm just going to remind you. Their backcourt is Steph Curry and Danny Green. Now, they went small against the Wiz without Embiid. And they started Thibel, who's a really good defensive player. Um, you know, Beal still got his. Russ got his. Um, Rui Hachimura, one of my favorite names in the league, uh, had a really strong series for the Wiz. But they just don't have enough guys. I'm just telling you right now, this 76er team's going to have some problems with the Hawks. Capella can hang with Joel Embiid. I don't know where you put DeAndre Hunter, but I'm going to go ahead and guess he draws Tobias Harris. And if he takes Harris out of the equation and he's no longer the second scorer, and it's now the Joel Embiid meniscus injury tour, I'm a Ben Simmons guy. He had a triple-double in the decisive game. I Five of eight free throws. You guys know I'm in the tank for Ben Simmons. My LA friends listening know I got a buddy who's really tight with Ben Simmons and I get some pretty good information. 
Ben Simmons is a guy I'm always rooting for. I I do believe he will end up in L.A. at some point. I do not know if it's going to be for Paul George. (laughs) Uh, But Ben Simmons wants badly to be in L.A. And that's not a knock on Philly. That's not that he wants out of Philly. He just loves Los Angeles. I'm sure he misses Kendall Jenner, who's now with Devin Booker, but who cares? Rob G., I I think the Hawks are going to give the Sixers way more than than they're, they're expecting. I wouldn't be shocked if it went seven. Sorry. At this point, I wouldn't be shocked if they won the series until we know the extent of Joel Embiid's injury. Because especially, and it, I'm surprised it wasn't reported more uh, on Wednesday. Embiid had a meniscus tear in his other knee four years ago, and at the time they said, "Hey, he's day to day, just like they told us this week. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll do treatment, no surgery." He ended up missing seven or eight games, and then they just seven and then eight. they just shut him down for the rest of the season, and then he got surgery. Now, I know the playoffs are different. You're going to gut through things a little bit more than you would in the regular season. But this doesn't feel like a one-week injury. This doesn't feel like a 10-day injury. So even if he comes back, I'm expecting him at maybe 70 75%. And just like you mentioned, the Hawks have a lot more firepower than we thought. And even more impressively, they defend much better than I expected. Nate McMillan has, has them playing defense. Trey Young, who is still probably the worst defender in the NBA outside of Damian Lillard, he, he, he's he been giving effort, which is all you can really ask for when a guy is not a good defender. And DeAndre Hunter has been really good. Capella is locking up the paint when he's in there. And so if Embiid is limited like we expect, I would not be shocked at all if Trey Young is able to pull out a game on his own and the Hawks are able to win this series. Yeah. Um, it, the worst thing about playoff injuries, the significant ones, is if you've got to have a major surgery, there's a chance you're going to miss a chunk of next season. Like Jamal Murray's probably going to miss the first three months, if not more. Um, and if this Embiid thing gets worse now, and he has to miss all of next season, like, I don't know. I, like, you're the Sixers. You're like, oh, we got the number one seed. Let's just wait two years. <laughs> like, I. I, I'm not, again, I like Joel Embiid. He's had a good season. Um, they're in a tough spot. They're in a pickle and uh, I'm not ready to pick the Hawks, but uh, it's going to be interesting. All right, folks, this has been long, 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 long. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Hopefully we will um, have some good news on the Lakers, maybe pushing it to seven. Uh, again, we don't know the status of Anthony Davis, but uh, when we find out, that's when we'll make our bets. Talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.